What's up, my greats? Back again for another episode of the Manny D. Rosa podcast. I am, of course, Manny D. Rosa. And thank you for tuning in. <laughs> thank you for taking time out of your day to support this podcast. It's much appreciated. One of the things I wanted to talk about early on in this podcast, and I'm trying to bring y'all, I'm trying to think of stuff that impacted me heavy and had like change of perspectives for me in a huge way in these initial episodes. So I'm trying to pass that on to you. One of the things that I remember early on, ooh, I, I, I used to struggle with time management, time management. Oh my God. I would always be like, if I'm working on music and working on a project, then I'm forgetting my my merch line. If I'm working on, you know, shooting a video, then I'm wor- I'm forgetting about marketing. If I'm working on this, then I'm forgetting about that. Or either that, or I'm trying to do way too much at one time. You know, in the, in, in, in the beginning, when you first start your business, you think you're Superman. You think you have to do it all. And oof, I'm such a workaholic that I've put myself in the hospital a couple of times and I've gotten sick because I've pushed myself so hard trying to do everything, thinking I'm Superman, you know, and it did, you know, <laughs> it's, it's good when you take great pride in your work ethic and you're a hard worker, you're a grinder, you're a hustler, but we got to be smart. <laughs> we got to be smart about it. So I wanted to talk about one perspective of time management. I like to look at it in two different ways. And, and this is somebody else coined the phrases. So I'm going to use it because it made sense to me. Employment time and enjoyment time. And you have to figure out how to balance those two, you know, because I, I know <laughs> and my family knows well, a lot of family get togethers, Manny didn't show up, a lot of, <laughs> you know, cookouts and a lot of stuff that the family had going on. The birth of certain babies, like Manny just wasn't around. Like people already know, oh man, he's busy. You know, it's, I always say that, I always joke that I love to get the invites, but it don't mean I'm showing up because I'm busy. And do I believe that there should be, you know, there's always that question of work life balance and you got to have balance. And I, I, I always thought that was a myth. I love what I do. So it's, if you, you love what you do for a living, it's cliche, but it's true. You know, it's never a day's work when you love what you do. But even if you love what you do, you can burn out trying to do everything so you got to figure out there's two two types of time there's you know employment time there's work time there's hustle time there's grind time and there's enjoyment time you know time those memories that you spend with the family those vacations those you know those cookouts those times where you your business should be able to you know what are we working hard for to to build a better life for us build a better life for our families and be able to enjoy things that we if it wasn't for our business we can't afford to do you know so that has to be important too not just to grind 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 and work it's work till you die and shit you know if that's the case then stay on a job and shit you know what i'm saying so you have to figure out the goal should be figure out how to decrease your work time and increase the enjoyment time and in this day of the internet um, and social media and all of that stuff it's more easier to do that now than ever before you have to explore different ways to buy your time back me speaking from personal experience i'll tell you you know there's different ways in your business to buy your time back and there's different ways in your personal life to buy your time back. I'm gonna speak first from my personal experience in my business. I'm really, really great at graphic design, right? And you know what? I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I was great at one point, really great at graphic design. I'm a little rusty now because I don't have to do it no more. But if I need to jump on and tweak something, I can do it. I'm fully capable of doing it. As of, I wanna say six years ago, I have two 
go-to graphic designers that have done the majority of my graphic design for me. If I have an idea for, that I need some graphic design work done, whether it's for a website or for this or for that, whatever I need it for, for a campaign, for whatever, it's easier for me to share a couple of emails back and forth with a graphic designer. And normally I use both of them for one thing. Like I'm like, look, I tell them both. This is what I'm looking, they don't know each other. They never met each other. They, one don't know I'm working with the other one. You know what I'm saying? So, but I have two go-to that I love their work. I send them both the same exact email. Listen, I need some graphic design work on this. Here's my idea. I need this color scheme. I need this kind of feel. This da, 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 da. And I give them my whole what my idea is. And I said, I, I tell them both. I need two or three versions of this so I can pick one. So if I'm telling both the same thing, now I'm getting four to six versions of this idea that I have. And then I'll pick one. And sometimes I like something of one idea and something else of another idea. And since I'm good at Photoshop, I'll take all six ideas, all four ideas, whatever the case may be, and tweak it and come up with a final edition. I've done that before too. But I'm not sitting there in front of Photoshop, taking all the time to do all these versions and trying to come up with the version that I like because I'm buying my time back. I prefer to pay somebody else. They're off and running, doing the work, and I'm focusing on other aspects of my business. Right? That's how I buy my time back. That's one less thing off my plate. If I got to pull up a Photoshop file and, and tweak something real quick, that takes one minute. <laughs> you know, change the color, this, take that, add this to that, boom, 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 it's done. It might be a small tweak, but I didn't spend a couple of hours in front of Photoshop trying to create designs from scratch. So I bought my time back. Um, another asset I mentioned in, in my merch line, I always designed all my own t-shirts. You know, I always designed all the designs that are on my merch. I always designed them myself. And I always, I had a heat press. I mentioned that in, I mentioned that in, I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. Um, I had a pre heat press in my living room. I print out all my orders, you know, and run to the wholesaler, buy all the t-shirts. They take them back to the house, the printed out orders, divide all the t-shirts with the printed out orders, lay everything out, iron the t-shirts a little bit, with the heat press, boom, boom. You know, I used to have the a company print up my designs into into vinyl, all the sheets. I have a case of all the vinyl designs that was I was heat pressing onto the t-shirts. And, you know, I'd have to make sure I'd have those in stock all the time, ordering those and, and then heat print and then packaging them and then running to the post office and shipping them out. And like, it got so hectic that I didn't have time to do the other stuff in my business. So I feel like I own a t-shirt a t-shirt company. When we own a business the smart way, and this is the way I was advised, do your main things, right? And then figure out other streams of income that can add to the money you make to the primary sources of income in your same little niche. Figure out, so my merch is a secondary form of a stream of income. And the work I was putting in to generate these t-shirts and fulfill these orders, it became my primary, you know, it took up so much of my time that I didn't have time to do the creative stuff that I love to do. So I was like, no, there's gotta be a better, I, I can remember one time I got a huge order and I literally worked all day all night didn't sleep and halfway into the next day just to fulfill this order on time. And I was like, this is, I'm like, I, when was the last time I produced some music or did anything creative? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, I'm making money, but I'm not doing what I love to do, which is the creative stuff. So I went with a, I shifted to a print on demand business model. And when an order comes through, I get the order. So I see it print on demand company comes, they have all my designs. They know exactly which, you know, make a model of t-shirt, hoodie, hat, beanie, whatever it is I'm selling. 
to pick from their warehouse. They print it up, embroider it, whatever the case may be, pack it, ship it with my company logo on the shipment and on the packing slip and all of that, and you get it. Now, do I make a little less profit off of my stuff because I have somebody else do it? Yes. But the value in doing that is that I buy back a ton of my time <laughs> because I don't handle any of it. I just handle the marketing side. I might place some Facebook ads and that'll, that'll last a couple of weeks and let somebody else do the work while I'm busy running my business. Yeah, I get the, the, the percentage of profit that I give up is me buying back my time so I could focus on my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even my engineer, I have an engineer. I'm a producer. I produce, I, for years, I always mix down my own music. I decided to let somebody else mix down. I have a go-to engineer, shout to D-Tracks from the Attic Studio in New York City in the Bronx. Um, he's been mixing my stuff more than a decade, 13 years now. I, I forget how long it is, but it, he's been mixing all my stuff. In the beginning, I was always sitting there next to I would produce stuff at my studio, go to his studio. He'd mix it down while I'm there, giving him my input on the snare and this to that, whatever. And we, you know, he'd mix down my stuff. When the pandemic hit, and I was leaving the house a lot less. You know, by this, by the time the pandemic hit, he already knows how I like my analog textures and how I like my drums to sound. And how, you know, after so many years of doing my music, we got to the point where I would just send him the sessions, send him the stems, he'd mix it down, send it back. So paying D tracks for his service, and he's really good at what he does, I'm buying my time back because I'll produce the music, send it off, and I can focus on the next thing. You know what I'm saying? And when he's done, he'll send it back to me. And that's me buying my time back, paying somebody else to do something. In this day, another way to be more efficient is all these AI platforms that are popping up. Oh my God, godsend. I use my last project that I dropped, Culture Index. The cover art was made with an AI platform, artificial intelligence platform. And it spit it out in, oof. <laughs> It spit it out in seconds, in maybe two minutes. I described what I wanted, da 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 boom, 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 boom. Enter, it spit out four versions of me to pick which is the best one I like. Done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And quality art that nobody, you know, nobody's seen this type of art before on a hip hop project. You know what I'm saying? So it's like using the tools also, Chat GPT. I'm a huge fan of Chat GPT. I'm a writer. My first gift from God in the creative, in the creative part of what I do, I was a writer. Long before I was writing lyrics, which led to me being a music producer, which led to me being, you know, editing film, which led to me shooting and editing film. Early on, I'm talking about preteen years, I was a writer. I was always writing articles and essays and, and just gifted at this form of expression. So I can write. I'm fully capable of writing, just like I'm fully capable of mixing my stuff down. I'm fully capable of designing t-shirts. I'm fully capable of doing graphic design. But if I can have somebody else take this on or let a AI platform take this stuff on and be more efficient and focus on other stuff that I have to do, whether it's focus on making money in my business or, you know, enjoying life with family and friends and doing stuff like that. Please understand these options are a godsend when you can pay somebody to focus on a certain aspect of what you do so you could focus on, look, you take on this task, it's my job to bring in the money, <laughs> you know? It's my job to run my business. So even in your personal life, pay somebody to cut the grass. Pay somebody to clean the house. If you're the type that you take pride in giving your car an oil change and all of that stuff, 
pay somebody to fix your car. Like, no, I'm, I prefer to pay somebody else to do stuff in my personal life. You know what I'm saying? This way that frees up more time for me to go make even more money than I'm paying them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and I have to throw this in there because I've seen this done. You have, if you freeing up your time, and, and it's a shame I have to say this, if you're freeing up your time and you're paying somebody else to do something that's freeing up your time, please use that time to make money or to run your business. Focus on something more important in your business than what you're paying somebody else to do. Because I've seen people pay somebody else to do something and that frees them up and then they go chill. Oh, I don't have to do that. I could go chill now. I could play video games. I could hang out with the fellas. I got this guy working on this for me so I could go hang out now. You know what I'm saying? I know somebody who um, had a full-time job and a part-time job and had a side hustle also, and kudos for you for juggling all of that, but then quit the full-time job to focus on the side hustle and turn it into a business. And then, oh, I don't gotta get up in the morning. I could sleep in every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then instead of, if I get up at six, trust me, if I have to get up at 6 a.m. on a, for a job, and then I quit the job to focus on building my business, I'm still getting up at six o'clock <laughs> to run my business. Now I have to take advantage of all the time I was given to a job, but I know somebody who just thought, oh, I could sleep in late now. Oh, and they would ease into the day. And then the whole motivation of building the business was like further and further away on the back burner. And I don't know what became of it. So if, if you pay somebody else to do something for you, take advantage of that time to do something that's gonna move the needle for your business. Please pay somebody, here's another thing, pay somebody to do the stuff in your business that you don't like to do. All, all, all business owners, they force themselves because they know, oh, I gotta do this now. You know, whatever. I know some people that hate to do bookkeeping, but I, me, I love numbers. So I got to do my own bookkeeping. I love doing my bookkeeping, but like there's certain tasks when we run a business that we pay somebody to do it. If you don't, if you don't like to do it, pay somebody to do it. If there's certain, um, certain tasks that you, whether you, it's something you don't like to do or something you're just not good at. We're not good at every aspect of our business. If there's something you're just not good at, pay somebody to do it for you. That frees up your time to focus on doing something that's gonna move the needle for your business. All you have to do now is figure out, I don't know whether you sell a product or service in your business, uh, figure out how many units you have to sell to pay that person. That's all. And, and if you gotta sell, oh, I have to sell, you know, five extra units this week in order to pay that person to do that, then focus on selling five more units to pay that person. Easy. That's easy to do than you doing what you don't want to do anyway. You know, or if you provide a service, figure out how many more contracts do I have to put together for the week to give more people my service to pay somebody to do that. You understand? Here's the change of perspective. I'm hoping that this podcast, every episode, I'm giving you a different way to look at something. So here's the change in perspective that you have to have. Some of you I know are probably saying, well, I can't afford to pay somebody to do that. You know, like if you're early on in your business, you you don't want to pay nobody to do nothing. You want to do it all. And I've, I've been in the first time I heard somebody say, say this to me, it clicked automatically and, and gave me a different perspective with how I thought about stuff moving forward. When I somebody was trying to sell me a coaching program years ago and he went through the whole sales speed and told him what he offered, what was in the, and, and it was something that I really, really needed. Like, damn, all the, all the points he was touching on that was in the coaching program was man, I really need to learn this. And it was something that I really needed. And then when he got to the price, 
it was like, oh man, I can't afford that. <laughs> That's kind of pricey, you know, like, so this is what he said to me. He goes, he asked me, do you, is this something that you really need? Like, if you, do you need, it's a touch, do you need help in this aspect of your business, this aspect of your business, that aspect of your business? And I'm like, yeah, this seems like the perfect coaching program for me. He goes, so then you telling me you can't afford this, what you need to do is look at it like you can't afford not to do this. <laughs> you know, and that's looking at the same thing from a different perspective. And he was 100% right. You know what I'm saying? If that's the product is exactly what you need, you can't look at it. You got to look at the value that that's going to bring to you as opposed to looking at the cost, which is something we have to do um, as business owners. Sometimes it's easy to look at the cost of something. You know, when you're balancing a budget, when you're trying to figure out your, your expenses. But truth be told, poor people look at the cost of everything. Rich people look at the value of everything. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about the cost. If it provides me value, I'm going to pay whatever it costs to get it. This way, it'll move me forward. It'll move the needle. Um, rich people especially value their time they understand the value of time you know what i'm saying which is what we're talking about today in the in the bible in the book of ephesians 5 6 to 17 says be careful how you live do not be unwise but wise make the best use of your time because the days are evil got it i don't think i need to explain that but time is so valuable and rich people understand the value of time more than poor people poor people will look at the cost of everything so when you're looking for ways in your life you know or in your business free up figure out how you can free up extra time to run your business to make more money or if you're already an established business free up time to enjoy <laughs> your hard work maybe it's vacations with the family or doing stuff that's creating, you know, memories that you can look back on with a smile. You know what I'm saying? So this makes you, if you, if you take this on, this makes you so much more valuable to your business. Believe me, <laughs> because there's a difference. You have to run your business. When you're trying to do everything and you think you're Superman, your business is running you. There's a huge difference. Please understand that. And here's, here's some extra sauce. Here's, here's a point I want to make, just so y'all understand. If you hire somebody, here's just, just a little extra sauce I want to add on the end here. If you hire somebody to do take, on, take a responsibility off your plate, make sure it's a quality hire. You understand? It might cost you a little more, but it'll be worth it in the long run because a person who's really good at what they do is going to be worth every penny. <laughs> that even though they, you know, you, you right away, oh, this guy do, does the same thing cheaper. Trust me, he doesn't do the same thing cheaper. He doesn't do the same job cheaper. There's a reason the guy who charges you more, there's a reason he's charging you more. So please, there's a difference between being a price shopper and a value shopper. I don't want to go into, again, the difference between cost and value. But when you're hiring, value shop, value shop. Please believe me, it'll make all the difference in the world. Um, this person, this quality person that you hire that's great at doing this thing that you need them to do will give you an ease of mind. If you're going for the cheaper person, then you're still worried about that thing getting done. Trust me. <laughs> you Don't be scared to spend the money on the person who's great at what they do. It'll be worth every penny. 
and, and don't be scared to spend that money. You will always attract the type of buyer that you are. If you hate to pay people, people will hate to pay you. And then if you run into business, you want people to pay you. So um, if you love to pay people, people will love to pay you. It's just the way the world works. Always use the money, never use the people. Actually, use the money to love on the people. All right, folks? And I'll leave you right there. As always in parting, this is Manny DeRosa, and there to be great. Peace.